Hello and welcome to Manifesting Travel with Marae. I am Marae and today we're going to talk a little bit about becoming a travel influencer and I'll tell you a funny story about my first travel influencing gig. Um, so let's start from the beginning. A lot of people seem to have this misconception that there's a, this thing where you go around the world and do nothing and you just get paid for it and a lot of people seem to think that that is what travel influencing is. Let me start by saying that that is entirely false. Travel influencing is phenomenal and it's a great thing to do if you love traveling, if you love creating content, um, and if you're okay with putting in the work that it entails, just like everything else in life, right? But it's definitely not easy. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine who met us and he thought we were the coolest and we had this whole dream life and it was so easy for us and then he went on a trip with us and actually helped us out uh, creating some content and came together with us in a whole month of trips and by the end of it he was exhausted and I remember the look in his face and he was just like wow this is a lot of work and so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about what it entails to do that and how we managed to to get that going. First of all, I'd like to start by sharing that I had no, I mean, I my Instagram started in 2013 when my friend Kayla came to visit me in Alaska and she was like, I can't believe you don't have an Instagram. Ah, and she opened it for me. So up until then, which happened to be the summer that I went to Alaska for the first time, I had no Instagram. I had a really old Facebook that I barely used and that was the end of it. Then she opened an Instagram for me and I started sharing photos of the things that I was interested in, which obviously happened to be all travel related because that's all I've ever cared about, <laughs> um, or at least what, what I've cared about mostly, right? And so I started just sharing my own pictures. I started noticing that every time I shared a photo with me in it, even if it was not a good photo, I would get a lot more reaction than if I, did, let's say, posted a photo of a beautiful scenery. And then I started noticing the whole, you know, hashtag thing, and I became really intrigued with it. A few years ago, we started with this idea of just like recording our, our memories and kind of like, you know, traveling and, and recording that. Well, we had no idea how this worked. We had never done it. Um, neither one of us had worked at all in like any online industry. And we had spent the past like four years mostly working in very remote places in Alaska mostly where really you you couldn't like there was barely any internet let alone any knowledge on the ever developing social media you know <laughs> community so we had no idea of how to do this but we knew that we liked traveling and we knew that we took pictures and that people had reactions so we started with that last summer I became really really intrigued uh, in learning more about becoming a digital uh, nomad if you're hearing any noise here sorry it's just my dog likes to come on the bed so he knocks on the door and I have to get up and get him on but anyway so we became really interested in becoming digital nomads last fall yeah last summer and I remember first we became interested with the idea of working online and the first thing I went to was learning how to hack this is a really weird story so I met this woman on a plane back from Israel and she was just really inspirational she had a divorce and she was just stranded with her child in Israel and she didn't know what to do because she had gone to school for PR or something else like that so and then she ended up learning 
this thing, this program where you learn how to become a hacker so that you can become a white hacker, which means that you go and teach other companies how to prevent themselves from getting hacked, right? And so she told me this and she said it was a lot of, you know, customer service and dealing with people and not so much of the tech side. And I thought, oh, this sounds great. You just travel around and do that. And I thought, hmm, maybe I could do that. Uh, so when I get back home, I started looking into this. And of course, like it took me like half an hour to realize that I did not want to become a coder or anything related to that. I started looking into it because I, I realized that it's very interesting, but it was just so crazy. Like my respect to anybody that does coding. I know it's a different language and by definition should be, you know, something a little simpler, but for some reason, the concept of all that code is just, for me, it was just so crazy. So I started thinking, what can I do that I already know? And that's when I got a job as a sales executive for a startup company. And then when I was doing that, I mean, I knew I wanted to continue growing this whole travel influencing thing and develop a better way of doing all that. So all through all this, I was obviously on my free time researching how to, how to you know, take better pictures, how to attract more people, how to reach you know, to audiences that I didn't have access to, how to use the rush hashtags. And I spent the whole summer kind of slowly working on it. If you look at my Instagram, Brave Free Travel, which is the Instagram that I have with my husband where we have done all of our travel influencing from, you will see that if you look at the summer of 2018, that's kind of where it starts shifting and it starts looking like, oh, she kind of starts knowing what she's doing. Before that, it was kind of a mess. And then after the summer of 2018, you will start seeing gradual like, improvement in some areas that it seems like I just lost control of what I was doing got worse and they got better but you can see me actively trying to develop a theme an idea colors all that stuff you can actually see the patterns on my Instagram of the work that I've done through the years of actually trying to develop a way and learning my way through when I first started I had I, I didn't even know what a hashtag was when I started creating all this I I knew nothing of design, nothing of color palettes or nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. I literally started by Googling, you know, how to become a travel influencer, how to make my Instagram pretty, how to get people to come to my Instagram, how to get more comments, stuff like that, simple stuff like that. And after a while, of course, anything you start doing, you become better. So I started by deciding what I wanted to show. And I quickly realized that even though I prefer taking pictures of sceneries, nobody really wanted to do that. So I decided that I wanted to showcase myself and the people that travel with me on big sceneries, but I would show most of the place. I also decided that I didn't want to showcase anything that was not real life. So I didn't want to do any crazy photoshops or any, you know, all this beautiful like skylights or nothing that was not real. So I didn't want to have to go through like all that process of post-production and I'm not an editor. So I knew very much that I could not compete in that department. So I wanted to share information and I wanted to just show the world through my eyes and help people see why traveling was so important to me and hopefully help others do the same. I started sharing, I shared some, you know, cheap travel deals, things that we do, all of our excursions, and we started getting more engagement and people to actually come together and want to be a part of what we were doing a little bit more. We started doing video because we realized that, I mean, all of us went to school for either acting or directing or broadcast journalism. We've worked on TV, so my husband and I were like, well, this is a no-brainer. Why are we not making videos? So we started making the YouTube videos, and then we realized that this was awesome. Like, people love videos. So we were still fairly young in the in the industry, and we're still pretty much uh, micro influencers. I don't think, I don't think we even have twenty thousand followers yet. But 
we had already been documenting ourselves for a while. We had been constantly blogging. We had already organized. We had a calendar. We were posting consistently and had an idea of what we were reaching for. So we knew that we wanted to have something happen with this within two months. We did this whole walk through from Portugal to Spain last fall, right after we finished our seasonal job. And we decided that we were going to go to Chamonix and the French Alps. We were going to spend a month there. And that was when we were going to basically work on this. We were going to set ourselves for success so that when we got to the next destination, which we didn't know what it was going to be at the time, we could, you know, have something planned. So effectively, we got to the south of France mid-November of last year, and we started crafting all of this work together. We developed, like I said, a whole planning calendar, everything like that. Then we decided to go to South Africa, And by the time we got to South Africa, in the middle of December, we already knew, like we had a clear idea of what we wanted to do. We were going to reach out to a bunch of South African countries, because those were the ones that we were really interested in visiting. And we were going to reach out to eco-friendly places because we wanted to showcase eco-friendly efforts that also showcase, obviously, comfort. And we wanted to focus on just raw, real, eco-friendly places, right? So... (laughs) I know it doesn't sound like much, but I'm being honest with you. This is exactly how it went. My brother and I were looking for how to move this forward one day. And I found a really cheap ticket to go to Mauritius. Mauritius is an island in the Indian Ocean that I had been obsessed with for a crazy reason since I was like a teenager. I had read about it somewhere. I looked it up somewhere and I changed my Facebook origin to Mauritius. I don't know why. I just, I fell in love with it. I remember loving the idea. Somebody contacted me from there because I guess they saw that I had my Facebook birthplace as there. And at the time I was doing modeling. So they asked me if I would be interested in being in one of their magazines. And oh my gosh, I was like a 16, 15 year old little girl in Miami with dreams of becoming a model and an actress. So this was like the moon, the stars, oh, everything to me. And it ended up being that they wanted me to like fly there and they would photograph me but I'm like how am I gonna save $2,500 for a one-way ticket to Mauritius from Miami at the time you know 14 15 years old so that ended up there but I always I remember being in love with the island and thinking it was so beautiful and always dreaming of visiting it right fast forward I'm looking at all these tickets always I'm always looking at destinations and deals and things to do so I was looking at cheap deals from Johannesburg and I see this flight to go to Mauritius and I had already been to Johannesburg before and I had not gone to Mauritius and I remember I told myself next time I'm definitely gonna go because I really just really 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 wanted to visit Mauritius and it's so close to South Africa and not very expensive to fly there from Joburg so I booked this ticket I was like that's it we're gonna do it let's do it we booked the ticket and then we're like now what we had very limited funds we knew we could only go so long and we knew we wanted to make this last as long as we wanted to so even though we had no idea what we were doing we decided that we were going to email as many people as we could and we were going to offer them the only thing we had our influence hey here we are, we make these videos, we make these photos, we have this many people following us, and this is our Facebook, and if you would like it, we would love to partner with you, find a way to work together so that we can experience what you have to offer and showcase it to our audience. That's it. And I know it sounds like I'm lying to you, but I'm not. We literally sent started sending emails to every single first of all we sat down and we decided what we wanted to do right so again only eco-friendly hotels um we only contacted diving companies that were eco-friendly and that had practices that we were 
okay with. We contacted only restaurants that seemed like they were going to showcase what we cared about. And we emailed everybody we could. We just literally sent out, you know, like like those old old school uh, tales of people, you know, knocking on doors or like sending out a bunch of letters and one person replying. Literally, just like that. I remember my brother and I would spend hours. My husband would spend 12 hours editing our videos. And my brother and I would sit outside on my godmother's beautiful yard in front of her pool in Johannesburg. And we would sit on these couches for 12, 13, 14 hours from early in the morning until the evening, just creating email templates and literally just emailing everybody we could, doing our research, creating ideas for what to do and how to like economize this strip and make it last longer, make it fun and creating the ideas for the content we were going to cre- create when we got there. So we were like, okay, we cannot afford to do all these things. We're going to have to find people. So we emailed everybody we could find that we were interested in, that we that they had anything that we were like, wow, this is exciting. We want to show this to our audience. And we just emailed them. And we got responses. <laughs> so yeah, I remember the first person that responded. It was a restaurant. It was a restaurant in the center of Mauritius. And they responded that they would love to have us. And I remember we were like, we couldn't believe it. We were like jumping and like screaming. We celebrated that night. We're like, oh my God, our first sponsor. So obviously this wasn't paid. It was coming for free and documented. But it was the opportunity to, first of all, a free meal, which cool um but most importantly we were creating a business relationship somebody had seen what we had done she had seen our videos she had seen our photos she had seen our facebook our blog everything she had liked what she had seen and she said yes yes come come to my place let's do an exchange and you guys it was not only obviously a stepping stone for 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 moving forward in our in our lives you know and 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 realizing that we could do this and giving us confidence and all that but it was also a phenomenal experience it was beautiful it was so humbling seeing how someone does something as passionate as as you do you know it's 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 like when you meet people from the outside and you're just going there for business it you don't really see much of what drives them but when we got the chances to start partnering with these businesses that were aligned with things that we believed in as well, it was just beautiful being able to share with others these cool places we were finding. So our first sponsor ever, uh, it's a restaurant in the center of Mauritius. It's actually a like half an hour away from from the capital, uh, Port Louis. And it's called Ecal Creole, and it's a Creole cuisine, so it's a mixed cuisine restaurant, and they they do just local Mauritian dishes. And I promise you, I have never tasted food like that in my life. I remember the three of us were just excited. It, first of all, the people there were amazing, but they just kept on bringing all this food, and everything was just so amazing, and it was such a great experience because... We like we got this great opportunity to create all this content. We spent all this time there, made all these beautiful photos. We created this great relationship with this beautiful woman. It's a daughter and mother that got together and wanted to create a cuisine that showcased the actual local cuisine. Because at the time, Mauritius had a lot of influence from Europe, so the big famous restaurants were mostly European or or just Western cuisine in general. And they wanted to create something that was local, and they did it thinking it was gonna be a mom and pop eatery, and it ended up becoming this super famous restaurant that it's if you if you look it up in Mauritius best restaurants you'll see it there and with reason it's amazing 
but it was just such a cool experience and it, and it led us to understand that not only there are people looking for people like us that can showcase them but but it's not that hard it was amazing so after that we started doing the same thing and we started deciding where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do and then reaching out to the people in those places that could help us get to where we wanted to and within two months we were full-on covered on our travels Mauritius was our first country where we got our first sponsorship we did other stuff before that obviously but I'm talking about full-on being on the road no other job living off our savings either this works or we fail kind of making it like this was the first job we got in a foreign country where we didn't even speak a language just from emailing them we didn't know anyone it was so far away from even anything we thought we could do at the moment and we just took a chance on us and it worked after that we spent an entire month in Mozambique completely completely sponsored and paid for and then we just continued on so anyway I hope my story taught you something and I hope it motivates you to just go do it whatever it is today I am finalizing every day I think I'm finalizing the steps to putting together this program that I'm hopefully going to share with the world to help you start traveling more and it's been a very very hard day because it's just hard it's hard putting all the details together you just want everything to be perfect and sometimes done is just better than perfect so I wanted to share this with you to subconsciously motivate myself to just move forward and not stress about the little things because sometimes you just don't know when something little like sending an email is just going to change your life so whatever it is you're dreaming of doing just take the first step one step just one action and trust that you're on your way. This was Manifesting Travel with Marae. Thank you for listening.